General Motors abandons CarPlay in favor of Google? Say what? This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc, the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Find out more at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide ensures only secure devices can access your cloud apps. It's zero trust, tailor-made for Okta. Book a demo today at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices panel takes on a new topic, General Motors' decision to abandon CarPlay and partner with Google. Let's hear what the panel has to say. The next one that happened when we were away, and I'm just, honestly, I'm baffled, um, is General Motors phasing out Apple CarPlay starting this year in the EV transition in favor of Google? Really? Uh, yeah. I just, when I saw this article, I was like, what? And, and there's going to be a lot of rebellion against any General Motors vehicles if that's going to be the case. I'm not surprised they're not getting any backlash at this point. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. What I don't know what GM is thinking. Yeah, I will say this. My, gr- my great uncle was a Chevrolet dealer for mm. many decades. Um, I'm a guy who literally has a, sh- a Chevrolet Polo back there. It, it w- has literally been my brand my entire life. Well, M- Mary Barra, I will not buy another GM vehicle Why this policy is in place. I would rather buy a Ford than have to deal with the system. But this isn't about, uh, about GM ditching Apple for Google. This is about GM ditching everyone to control all the data and yeah. control the advertising. Yeah, they want to no set up subscriptions. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not. I, they're, I don't think they're going to support Android Auto either. I mean, they're not going to support Android Auto, but Google, by de- by definition, uh, working with them has a leg up over Apple on their services. Oh, there's the privacy concerns and the advertising. They, I actually, you know, you're right because Google will, will be a lot more lax when it comes. That's what that's what GM wants. They want control of the uh, of the uh, of the customer data because you know, Apple, with their privacy uh, policies, that doesn't jive for them. So that that's what that's what I think this, this is the concern of is is that. And and you know I've well look there's there's a solution to it and that is and you better believe that Pioneer and a lot of the other aftermarkets are going to build things specifically to fit into GM cars that will include CarPlay. Right. Because why would people, you know, you just buy it. If I really want CarPlay, I'm just not going to buy a GM. I'm not going to buy a GM car yeah. and then put an aftermarket device in it. I mean, you know, I've never been a GM person, but you know, look at Ben, what he's saying. He's, he's only bought GM cars and now He's, he's not going to. I, I think that's what what's going to happen. And I, I think this, you know, story kind of ties into when uh, I don't know if you wanted to do it, Chuck, but it, I, I threw it out there 
that another company that already doesn't support CarPlay and um, you know controls all the electronics in the car, which is Tesla, and it's just come out in the last day that employees of Tesla have been sharing around all kinds of camera footage from uh, Teslas um, yep. and footage of people's garages, you know, um, people, you know, apparently all kinds of things that, uh, you know, we're, we're in many cases where apparently the car isn't even on, um, maybe it's being charged. Um, and it's apparently routing all the camera feeds back to Tesla and um, they they apparently don't have any controls over who can see it or what you know what happens to that information. Um, yeah, it's just to pile on a little bit to that, Web uh, is Web Bixby's in our chat room, and he says, "I think it's just like Tesla. They're using a proprietary system. Should be based on the you. They're using a proprietary system. Should be based on the Google platform." So, and, and I, you know, I guess I, maybe I find it just a little more acceptable for Tesla for absolutely no good reason because the whole system is so proprietary. But this just feels like, this just feels so wrong. And I think it's interesting, Ben, your comment, you know, how many people are going to make a choice over the, of, about the brand of car for the entertainment system, the entertainment and control system? And yet, yeah, you know, I mean, that's the way I primarily interact with most of the systems in my car that, you know, other than the, other than the climate controls. And so that's why I said about the third party that if I really want a Corvette, and if I can afford a Corvette, um, but if I really want a Corvette, then you know, I'm going to want a Corvette and then I will rip it, rip out the system and stick in uh, the aftermarket. And then I've got the best of both worlds. Well, the thing is, in 2023, we're not dealing with d- uh, standard double-din designs here. Right. Um, a lot of the time, that entertainment system is fully integrated into the workings of the car, and you don't have a third-party option anymore. Yeah, you can break functionality, like core functionality of your car, by right. taking out the, the built-in system. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it on my car. I mean, I, I considered it before I bought the car I currently have, and uh, yeah, it, it, I would lose a lot of that access to like the AC and the um, and the heating and fun- functionality, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I, it's just like it's not worth it to me. I don't think I've heard of anybody taking Teslas and putting aftermarket no uh, CarPlay or Android it's Auto because they can't. You can't. Right. Well, and I mean, uh, go ahead, Ben. I have heard of aftermarket units that are separate from the entertainment system. Right. That use a car that use the car speakers that add CarPlay and Android Auto support. Uh, but yeah, you're not going to play replace that center touchscreen to get it. So now I'm sorry I didn't go to the Pioneer booth at CES and see, but of course that was before this announcement. So I, I think this is going to be very interesting to watch what choices, you know, what, what happens, what kind of backlash there is. But I, I mean, well, and remember is, they're currently announcing that this is only for electric cars. 
So your Corvette's okay for now, although I think they are planning on having an electric Corvette eventually. Which the plan is to go all EV. That's what GM's Mm -hmm. going to be. It's been 2030. So 2030 is a long ways away. You know, we'll have to see how this plays out. Um, You know, another aspect of this is rental cars. A lot of GM, you know, GMs get used as rental cars. And I think a lot of people are going to be unhappy if they hop in their rental car and, oh, my iPhone's not supported. That that's I, I think that's the first thing we all check when we get rental cars is mm-hmm. I mean I when, I when I traveled and got the car a car in Vegas a couple weeks ago, it's like, yep, can't get this car, gotta switch. Gotta have car plate. Nope, that, I'm not gonna nope. <laughs> again, I think it's gonna be really interesting to watch. I mean, I'm not sure we're the fair a fair audience here for this because of True. The, the the Apple the Apple connection. But on the other hand, Look how popular iPhones are, and you know, is this something that people are going to want to put up with? I don't know. Well, and it is, and it and it is Android also. So you know, look how popular phones are. I mean, everybody has a phone, and mm-hmm. everybody has gotten used to. Oh, I can pop my phone in, and you know, I've got my music, I've got my maps, my music, and you know, uh, I, I, just, I, I think the potential benefits that GM is going to get out of this are going to be like massively uh, over, over, um, you know, they're going to have a big drop in sales. Uh, People are just going to be like, Oh, you know, I mean, wasn't there something that said 79% of people said they wouldn't buy a car with, without CarPlay. Um, So if you suddenly, you know, knock out, 79% 79% or, you know, of your customers. Well, let's say that's a big exaggeration. It's only 25% of your customers. Still, you know, what kind of a nutty thing is it to do to just out of the gate and completely alienate 25% of your potential customers? So I mean, unless, other car, unless, uh, unless other car manufacturers all go along with it, um, I, you know, I think GM is going to have to reverse. And, and this feels, I mean, this feels a little Facebook-like that, you know, the, I mean, because the question I have I have to start asking myself is, okay, if they think the backlash is worth the money they're making off of the information they get out of me being in my car, then how much are they tracking me? And all of a sudden, I become very aware of what I'm doing in my car. At you know, and and where I'm where I'm taking my car, and what it's what it's telling the rest of the world. Well, you know, and I think they're looking and saying, well, you know, Tesla does this, and it's working great for them. But but I, you know, I don't think GM's GM ain't Tesla. Um, Yeah, I mean, and you know, for whatever reason, Elon has all these hordes of fans that you know think it's great that he looks at new them nude in their garage and, and whatnot. But I, you know, I don't think people feel that way about GM, you know, GM is, there aren't uh, hordes of GM super fans that will crawl over broken glass. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have a much bleaker outlook on, on uh, how this is going to play out than Jim does. And Jim, oh, I want to be wrong and I want you to be right. Yet. I fear that's not how it's going to work out. 
I don't think GM is going to see uh, a big drop in sales, and I don't think they're going to see enough of a change in sales to to think that they need to roll back to supporting uh, CarPlay. I I have a feeling that the vast majority of car buyers aren't even thinking about how their phone integrates with the car, and in many cases you will find that these people don't even know that their phone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android phone can integrate with their car. All they know is that they want that the GM model, whatever pickup truck supercharged that can, that can tow ocean liners or whatever. And they are not paying attention at all to what is in the dash of the car. This edition of Mac voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. You've been stewing about a health problem you have. You almost resort to texting your group chat to get your friends' opinions. You're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat. But you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and give you the expert care you need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you're not feeling your best and just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better, faster, with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash MacVoices. ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of MacVoices. Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash macvoices. Clicking on the wrong link can cause you plenty of headaches if it's just you. But if it's your company, the possibility of clicking a wrong link is multiplied by the number of users right along with the headaches. Your users don't mean to create a problem, but they have other things on their priority list. That's why Collide works so well for Okta users. You can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. If a device isn't compliant and tries to log in, it can't. The user is provided with the information on what needs to be done. If they do it, great. If not, they're blocked. Immediate, helpful device compliance that secures your company. Without Collide, there's nothing to stop an unsecure device. With Collide, unsecure devices don't have a chance to cause issues. And this is all built to work seamlessly with Okta. Zero trust architecture and 100% device compliance. That means fewer support tickets and less frustration all around. Just what the doctor ordered. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting macvoices. I, I don't yeah. think you're right. I disagree. And, and, and you know, I how hope did you're right and I'm wrong. Get how did CarPlay get into these cars in the first place? You know, there was a lot of resistance from the auto manufacturers. They really didn't want to do this. And a lot, you know, a lot of them dragged their heels 
And I think what happened was that they did see that they were losing sales. Yeah. Um, I, and, and now it's almost universal. Like Toyota I, was a real late adopter. How, you know, how did they get convinced? I, th- I think it's because they saw that it was hurting sales. I will say you're both right, right from a certain point of view. You are so Jedi. I mean, this, yes, <laughs> yes, Padawan. <laughs> uh, but we're to, specifically GM is targeting EVs first with this policy. EV buy, buyers tend to be a lot more tech savvy than mm-hmm. your average GM customer. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But you know, Jeff, I I agree with what you're saying to a point, but because I think that if if the they put a decent in car navigation system that is based on whatever, whether it's Google or somebody else, that's that's going to make it a bit more acceptable. The one thing that's not going to be acceptable though is connectivity between your phone and the car, uh, and and being able to talk use your phone while in the car because of all the laws out there regarding hands-free use of phones in cars. Mm-hmm. That's that that's the one Achilles heel here that I really see um, because I just spent part of a week in a car that, you know, is, <laughs> let's just say that the system connecting the car and the phone is not always reliable. And it is it was yep. a GM product. And so, you know, makes me wonder, when, when I when I connect my car to my car, boy, I can't talk tonight. When I connect my phone to my CarPlay, the one thing that absolutely functions flawlessly is the the audio. That mm-hmm. you know, I can I can talk and I I can talk, I can hear, I can talk, they can hear. So, talking about phone calls, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'll bet that these GM cars will still work with phone calls. I mean, cars talk to phones a long time before CarPlay. I drive a 2006 Prius. It don't have CarPlay, but, um, you know, I can make phone calls just fine. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, what's, what's the connection, Jim? Bluetooth? Yeah. Jim? I, I, I'm going down a rabbit hole now because we're both Prius owners and uh, mine is newer than yours. Uh, I have a 2013. Uh-oh. How does that Bluetooth connection work for you? And how is the audio quality? Because in the 2013, it's straight up garbage. Your phone calls? Yeah. Like it's so Fine. bad that I finally unpaired my phone from my car because uh because I wanted to actually be able to uh to have a functioning phone call when I needed to make one or receive one. Uh Eric, you've talked to me on the, when I was in the car lots of times. What do you think? Yeah, I I bought a a, a separate unit to get Bluetooth CarPlay in my 2013 Prius. It just sits glued on the dash, and I connect to that, and that has a hardwire connection that um, for an audio jack that plugs into the Prius. That works great. Uh, before now that I did that, I was me. not I, I was not happy before that. Well, maybe the two thirteen was worse than the, the older one. I don't know. Now, you know, the Bluetooth on my car will not connect to the phone for music or podcasts or anything like that. 
It only does phone calls. And what I finally am doing now, it does have an aux in. And so I bought a 12 South um, Airfly or what do they call it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and after, after going through, you know, several, you know, for years, like never being able to come up with a really good iteration of how, you know, even with a wire. Um, so now, now that works great. So, and somehow they both connect. I can make a phone call that works. Um, I can, you know, play music or, you know, whatever audio I want and that goes through the airfly. Um, the only annoying thing is you have to turn the airfly on every time, um, you get in the car. Um, but you know, it's only minor annoying. Um, but anyway, the point is that phone calls are, you know, that's not CarPlay. Um, you know, it's just Bluetooth and, you know, there's no way GM's going to make a car that won't make phone calls with your phone. That would be that the, no, we're not, we're not going back to, you know, 1990. We're not going back to 1990, but the, the quality of the experience and the reliability of the experience, that's where the question comes in. Well, you know, maybe they could screw it up, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's not going to have no connection. You know, I mean, the CarPlay, you know, I mean, I have to, you know, like the thing is I have this thing where my phone is mounted and, you know, I've actually got mounted in the CD slot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. Oh my God. That's um, not just a hanger. Huh. <laughs> I have no idea. Eric, you, um, brought up an, you brought up an interesting point though in our chat um, that is this something that could be fixed after the fact? And I don't have a good answer for that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it would depend on on what kind of what kind of hardware they actually put into the car. But you do have to wonder. And and you know, okay, if they want a revenue source, would I be willing to pay either a subscription or a flat a flat upgrade fee to get CarPlay? I mean, I think the answer is yes. If I wanted if I wanted the GM car bad enough, I would rather than just refuse to let me have access to something that I want. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a bigger question, and that is, um, you know, Tesla has been doing the we control all the software thing for quite a while, but they roll out updates, they send them out to all their vehicles, and the Tesla owners seem fairly happy with that kind of responsiveness. GM hasn't had to do that up until this point. So if they're not going to include CarPlay and they're going to make people pay, people are going to expect to get frequent software updates, responsive software updates, and to be able to interact and ask for stuff. And one of the things they're going to be asking for is CarPlay. There's no technical reason why they couldn't roll out CarPlay. Um, whether they well, they just made a policy decision, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can you can unroll that. Yeah, and I, I think they will. Yeah, I, in I fact, they won't. I, I, I'm I, you know I, I'll uh, make a you know you can come back and check me in five years or whatever. I'm going to bet that GM never comes out with a, one of these cars that doesn't have CarPlay. That it just doesn't happen. In fact, I will one-up that and say not only will have CarPlay, you'll have the new version of CarPlay 
that could possibly integrate in their to their subscription services. That would be very cool. And yet, um, uh, I'm going to feel bad when it turns out I'm right, and uh, and <laughs> they drop CarPlay. It's their own thing, and uh, and I will take it a step further and say that they are going to take their subscriptions to the stupid level where you have to pay to have your seat warmers work. Um, uh, other automated features are just dead unless you pay for a subscription and uh, your, your car is basically a, uh, an engine with seats until you start paying for add-ons every month. Yep. Yep. And then Jim Farley will send G, uh, GM a nice uh, gift basket for getting many more <laughs> yeah. sales. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I want to be wrong, but I have not seen a track record for major car makers uh, wanting to do things that truly benefit users unless it actually has a bigger benefit from a business standpoint for them, meaning more money. I, I think you're right. And I think this is exactly like what happened with the cell phone industry. The cell phone industry was closed. You couldn't change anything. They rolled out and controlled absolutely everything. And that didn't change until the iPhone. And it's going to be sort of the same thing here. And the only, the only thing is there, there's a possibility that while the electric vehicles are in short supply, there's really no reason for them to adjust or change anything. Once everybody is shipping electric vehicles, maybe there will be more of an incentive to make customers happy. I hope so. You know, but I, I don't think that cell phone analogy holds because that was something that nobody, you know, everybody had dumb cell phones that sucked. And most people couldn't imagine that another universe was possible. I, I mean, I think I did and a few people did, but most people, they they just didn't even imagine it, but now you're talking about taking something that that tens of millions of people already have and taking it away. Yep. Um, I, I don't think that's going to work. Well, Brian, the other competitors will eat their lunch. I, what do you suppose GM dealers are communicating to GM management right now? This Mac Voices Live panel continues in the next edition of Mac Voices, where we finish up our discussion of General Motors, Google, and Apple, and then take a look at a fake picture of the Pope. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page. And get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.